0: hello and welcome to the business of Authority. I'm Jonathan Stark
1: and I'm Rochelle Moulton.
0: And today we're going to talk about when it's time to unstick yourself.
1: <laughs> I love this title
0: You know, unstick yourself Rochelle.
1: <laughs> I needed to be unstuck. I have yeah, yeah. this is we're, we're I, I think we're preaching to the choir here but uh, yeah, I definitely yeah. needed to do some unsticking.
0: Yeah so we, we coincidentally before the show we were talking as we always do, and we both had like a similar recent experience. Of uh, going out in the world with a person. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did yours actually happen already? Or no, is it, it didn't point? happen. Oh, it's okay. the
1: idea of going out in the world with a person.
0: Terrifying.
1: <laughs> well, go ahead. Why don't you tell your story first, and then we'll go yeah, from there. Yeah. So,
0: so I've got a, a a local friend. We've been we met years ago, probably in two thousand nine, actually, when because he and another. He and the the editor of my um, O'Reilly book were running in a local event in Providence, and we got together, hit it off, and we would we were like we would do lunch periodically, you know, maybe every month or two or once a quarter or something like that. And naturally, that's kind of fallen off over the past couple of years. But uh, yesterday we were like ah let's let's meet up we'll grab a coffee there's this nice coffee place bakery near here it's like we'll grab a coffee and walk the boulevard which is like this 3 mile long uh, it's like a park kind of like a long skinny park between two streets <laughs> and there's all joggers and people walking their dogs and it was it was beautiful sunny it was real cold but um but it was gorgeous out and and so I went for this super long walk which was the first time I've done that in forever. Like I get exercise but not a walk and I love walking and and this friend of mine is just super interesting. We always have a different take on things but you know I respect his opinion. He's always he's always been extremely prescient with technology. We're both in technology mm-hmm. and uh it was just I and I it was so much fun and like when we got back when I got back to the house I noticed that I was almost like drunk. I felt like uh <laughs> I felt like this total endorphin rush. I was in the best mood. And I was like, well, duh. Like, <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, but it was pronounced. It was really noticeable. Yeah. Uh, you know, so combination of great conversation, probably a bunch of vitamin D because I, <laughs> I don't get on the sun <laughs> that much and and who knows what. But um, yeah, and just like f- tons of new thoughts, like things that that are outside of my normal universe. And, um, novel and just really fun to think about. And, you know, you had had a similar sort of, you know, someone reached out and like, we should get coffee and you're like, you know what?
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Well, let let me ask you this. Did, was it hard for you to make the decision to go do this? Like, did you kind of go, Oh, I don't know if I want to do it. Or did you just go, Oh yeah, I want to see Joe or whatever his
0: name is. Yeah. His name's Jack, but we, (laughs) I, I definitely close. Um, I definitely was excited. I was definitely looking forward to it, and but part of that is I'm still I'm still like you know residual COVID paranoid, and mm. part of the part of the premise that it was going to be outside was a major advantage. Like I was particularly oh, okay. looking forward to that combination of things. Uh, I wouldn't have sat inside the bakery and hung out for an hour.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: but that's yeah. just my
1: normal paranoia. as opposed to the COVID paranoia. Yeah, well, yeah, I haven't had the coffee yet. But yeah, what what happened is, and we can talk more about this, but I'm working on this new program. And so I reached out to some people I hadn't talked to in a while. And one of them um, sent a note back to me and said, hey, I'm in Palm Springs until mid-May. You want to grab a coffee? And it was funny. My initial reaction was like, Oh, going out like in the middle of the day. It was like I had this just like not great reaction. Mm-hmm. And and then I stopped myself and I went, "Hello? Like how many in-person meetings do I even get anymore because where I'm living, you know, most people are not." Right. And um and I and I it took me like about maybe 3 minutes to completely turn my head around and go, And I wrote back, absolutely, I would Mm -hmm. love to have coffee. And here's my calendar. Let's figure it out. But yeah, my initial reaction was like, oh. And and I'm an extrovert. I mean, you know, I mean, one would think I would be the first one saying, yes, let's go get coffee. But I've so trained myself, stuck myself into this virtual, um, be efficient, um, you know, work from Zoom, uh, have phone conversations mode. That it was, it was almost like upsetting the apple cart to agree <laughs> to go to to an in person meeting.
0: Right. Yeah. I. You know. I have certainly. It, it was one one thing that I think was blatantly obvious to me after I got back was like, um, like how it's like a full. I'm in a full body routine full like everything kids house uh karate to do's business slack rooms all like everything has been very very groundhog day for a while and that's i suppose that's no surprise but like you know two years ago you know upset the apple cart we chucked it off a cliff and then you know got into um every you know i'm sure everybody got into their own personal version of whatever life was gonna look like for the next N months, whatever that whatever, you know, solve for N. But uh and and it was fine. Like like, you know, I'm in good spirits and my and business has been better year over year. So it's not it's not like trapped and it's not bad. But it is there is a decided lack of novelty and it's mm-hmm. and the sort of synchronicity or kismet or whatever you want to call it that that um you know, accidental, like you just, I'm just not exposed to randomness. That's kind of what it is. I'm not, I'm not, I feel like I'm not exposed to enough randomness, uh, or haven't been for a little while. So that was, so that's, uh, something I want to consciously do more of. And, and, and I don't just mean like going out with people, but, but launching new stuff. Like I haven't, I've launched stuff recently, but it's like TPS nine and, and whatever, uh, five day podcast challenge seven, it's like run seven times, you know, so it's like, well, what about something new, you know, just do something mm-hmm. completely different. And maybe something that's even a little more, um, not fringe, but like a subject that, uh, you know, I haven't gone super in depth before. And just to do something like, like, uh, I'm trying not to say random, it wouldn't be random, but something orthogonal maybe. And, and, and get that out there. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think that humans we just need a certain amount of refresh. And I don't mean like recharge like go on vacation. Yeah, we all know we need that. But I mean, mm-hmm. we have to keep we have to keep swimming. Right? We have to just kind of keep moving. And when I say that, it doesn't mean that we don't double down on the things we're good at, but we just keep pushing that envelope on some level. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've been Um, at least waist deep, if not uh, neck deep in in doing that for myself and and my business. And I've talked about this on the show. I really wanted to design something for women. And the first thing I learned when I did some deep dive interviews is what I thought the people in this space, the women in this space, wanted was not what I thought they wanted. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so there was a huge value, business value in understanding what they wanted and then creating something. Like, see, I made this for you kind yep. of a thing. But what was interesting is this last weekend, so I, I had I had all the copy designed, but it took a while for my um, web guy to be free enough to do everything I needed him to do. So we finished uh, late in the day on Friday. So Friday and Saturday, I finished kind of all my um, – the launch stuff and I decided I sent it to a bunch of women I knew the women who had who I'd interviewed and who had been kind enough to share their thoughts with me and some other women I knew that I thought would either be in this zone or would know somebody so I started doing that and when you do that over the weekend you can't just relax Right. Because you're like checking like, oh, did anybody get back to me? And then I set the yeah. And then I set the email to go on Sunday. And I don't usually email over the weekend, but I did that very intentionally because I know that's when my audience tends to have time for themselves. Mm. Um, And it was really hard to press the schedule button. (laughs) And the reason it was really hard for me is because I was addressing it to women and I don't have a women only audience. I've got Um, very much of a co-ed audience by design, right? I've I've never done anything that's gender specific. And so I had a thing on there that said, if you don't identify as a soloist or a woman, you just hit reply and you won't get any more messages on this topic. And so I'm sitting there thinking, oh my God, I'm going to get at least a (laughs) hundred, maybe hundreds of these. (laughs) And I'm waiting for like, you know, somebody to write and go- Yeah, like, and this is a stupid idea, and I don't ever want to hear from you again, that kind of thing. What was fascinating is I got, I think, maybe 10 messages. I had one unsubscribe. I expected a lot more, and I was nervous yeah. about that. I got I had maybe 10 messages or so, and a number of them were from men who were so polite, and they said, I applaud you doing this. I'm just letting you know. I'm a guy. This program's not for me. <laughs> but they did it so nicely. And and it was, I mean, it was really, it was kind of heartwarming in a way. But I guess it's kind of why I wanted to talk about this idea of un- unsticking yourself, because I never really thought until the end of last year about doing something just for women. I just Mm -hmm. was in my zone. And my zone is, you know, gender doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. The stuff we teach is not gender specific. But what these women were telling me is the way they wanted to learn it was, for some women, not for everybody, but what, what these women were saying is, this is what I want to learn. No big surprises. Same thing as most men want to learn. And this is how I want to learn it. And so, yeah, so I've been really pleased so far with the reception for the idea, but it also requires me to think differently about how I put the word out. It's Mm. not just to my list. It's about talking to people and connecting with people on this basic ideas inside this, um, you know, this soloist women concept.
0: Right. Yeah, so, so, I mean, I I don't, I don't think you said in there, how long had you been thinking about doing this before you finally pulled the trigger?
1: You know, it was that episode that we did where we were, um, we were talking about our predictions for 2022. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about the role of women and how women are going oh, to yeah. mm-hmm. react in the space. And as I was thinking about the topic, I started to think about the women and it just, it started something for me. So that's when I started. So I think we did that in December. So it wasn't mm-hmm. a long time.
0: Yeah, not too bad.
1: And if the women I'd interviewed had said, this is a stupid idea, I, I would have stopped it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I just would have stopped there.
0: Yeah. Well, unstuck now, I guess we'll see. Yeah. yeah. This, d- does it feel like, um, does it feel, I mean, it's, it's a different thing, but does it give you a different feeling? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, like, does it? It it does. It's not really a pivot. Okay.
1: Yeah, it does. But here's why. It's because I get, it goes back to, you know, what's the revolution you want to lead, right? Mm. I get so excited at the thought of women, more women getting to experience what it's like when these kinds of expertise businesses fire on all cylinders because you make money, Mm -hmm. Actually, it's what I call the new wealth, right? It's money, time, and flexibility, and how you create your ideal balance for that. So I've talked to, and this isn't exclusive to women, but I've talked to women who have said, listen, you know, I'm raising my kids right now. So I need to maximize my revenue in the shortest amount of time. Right. And then you'll hear that from people that are in their late 50s, and they're starting to say, you know what, I don't want to work this hard anymore. Yeah. So there, it's there's really a mix. But it's about, a lot of it is about, uh, for me, what I get excited about is thinking about helping women be more successful in something that, you know, society didn't tell us we could do. Mm. Right? It's not, I mean, I'm just talking about macro society lots of us had parents and teachers and mentors tell us we could do this and support us but just really being able to maximize how you grow your business and doing it in a way that allows you to live the life you want to it's all the things we talk about in the show Hmm. um but it's specifically for women in a way that they want to do it so i yeah i get really excited by this
0: that's cool i feel
1: like yeah i feel like there's another spark lit Inside me about this idea,
0: yeah, 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 right, yeah. So, like, while you're talking about that, I was thinking, like, you know, that's it's not too bad to have like a you know an idea, and then like roughly a quarter later, launch it. And and it got me thinking about, well, what have I been doing in the last quarter? And 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 my last three months has been automating stuff. So I haven't, I haven't. I mean, I talk to people a lot. All like all day, but when I say talk to people, it's like back and forth in email or Slack or uh, some Zoom calls for private coaching students. Um, but mostly I've been staring at a text editor. And it, it's, Ooh. and, and but I mean, that's my natural, uh, that's a sweet spot for me. It's not too bad, but it has, I don't know, I don't track my time, but I'll bet you I have been talking actually i'm sure this is true i've because I've, I've decreased the number of phone calls i've i do in a week by by half i've cut them in half and that time's been replaced with like coding and thinking about wiring things together and how to write you know sequences or whatever to get rid of all the administrative stuff of running a solo business and uh and I almost feel like you know I've been doing all this automating, and before the show, I mentioned that that life has felt kind of robotic recently, and I'm like, hmm, I've kind of automated myself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. So I'm, I'm, but the, so he, here's the thing, and I was talking about maybe launching something orthogonal to my normal th- thing, but not random, like the, the the slogging so through this three months. And, it'll, and i'm not done it'll probably be it'll probably be, honestly to a certain extent the rest of the year as i tick off all of these smaller and smaller uh, administrative issues that have nagged at me but never were rose to the level of like oh, i should really automate this because it's just uh, it's like once a month i have to do this but um, but now that's but the deal for this year, the plan for this year is to get rid of as many of those things as possible. And if I can't get rid of it, I'm gonna just stop doing it as as is my want <laughs> as is my normal pattern. So, but what it does is, and I, I think I can start to benefit from this very soon, is it allows me to do more of the fun stuff. So it's kind of like I went into my cave for three or four months coding. And now it's maybe 80% there and I can just be like, oh, cool. Now I can do the fun, creative stuff, you know, like, like you kind of just went through, like talk, you know, I've got like, you know, ideas for a million things that would potentially help people. So it's like, talk to people like, Hey, I've got three ideas for my, you know, the next workshop I'm going to launch. I've got three ideas, which one seems the most exciting to you and use that feedback to prioritize things and then be able to do the f- really fun creative part. Like I like coding, but it's it's different. It's just a, it's like a solitary, personal internal experience that is fun. Mm-hmm. But um, because I would call myself more of an introvert. Um, but then the real fun though is like, it's like, cool, I made this robot or I made this machine. It's like, okay, but as an end unto itself, it's not for, it doesn't do anything. You need to like put stuff into it. So then it like produces something cool on the other end. And, uh, you know, and that thing is people and the other end is their transformation. Like that's the thing that's really exciting. So it perhaps, you know, perhaps I, me personally, just having my weekly therapy session, me personally, (laughs) it's like, oh, you know, I could be on the cusp of just like a big upswing in, in increasing conversations around new things, like, like stuff that I haven't been banging on about for 10 years so that that's pretty exciting actually now that i think of it and it feels it feels like it would be uh, reasonably unstuck as well you know like launching something brand new on some you know you know i don't know like a daily writing practice kind of thing i've never done that um i've never taught uh, i don't think i've ever taught well there's a bunch of stuff there's you know could be you know leadership it's, i probably wouldn't do that but that's something i that or strategy is another one actually that one comes up a lot so yeah. You know, so that's new territory where I'm not repeating myself endlessly, but, and I can use the sort of platform of the, the foundation of the automation to kind of support the more fun, creative activities, creating more courses and writing more and all that and interacting with more people around the trans, whatever transformation they're interested in at the moment. And not, not as much, you know, getting out of the text editor and just letting it do its job and also not having to do any administrative stuff.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's so much in what you just said. So one thing is, you know, when you said, you know, staring at the text editor, my energy level went way down because the <laughs> thought of doing that for me, and this is the important thing because we're we're all different people. It's what energizes you. I just went, oh, God, just <laughs> stab me now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's that piece. But the other piece is that, It's like there's a season, and the season could be a week, a month, a year, where we're doing things that maybe are not sexy. They're not feeding our creative muse, but they're building a business. Because what you just described is automating a bunch of annoying stuff so that you can get ready to do the next thing. And what I suspect, I don't know if this is true for Everyone, but I think if if coding is really a thing that one loves, I'll bet while you're doing it, you're also thinking of other things. Like you're working on this, but there's it's like a Zen activity where you're subconsciously thinking about what's coming next, right? It's like you're thinking about what's coming next because you're fixing this stuff and it allows your brain to free itself a little bit.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I'm not that conscious of it. But that's my point is it's not oh.
1: it's not it's unconscious. It's yeah. unconscious because it's like a fl- when you're coding, you're probably in a flow state. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's when things can happen. Not just that you're producing great work because you're doing, you know, what what is in your personal genius zone, but it's also preparing you for what's next. It's that it's that zen activity. Even though you're working hard, you're using your brain, you're using your senses. Um, there's a part of you that that fuels. I, anyway, oh, I don't want to sure. get too woo woo, but I do think <laughs> that happens. And I know for myself now. I, obviously, I'm not a coder. I don't have that kind of skill set or even mindset, but there are certain things that I do in my business that sometimes like are like that for me, where it's like when I had a bookkeeping problem last year and I was trying to solve it, there was a part of me, I sort of hate to admit this, there was a part of me that loved solving the problem, mm. right? Because it was a problem and it was like, it was like a messy thing and I was like, okay, I gotta figure this out before I can hand this off. <laughs> right so you yeah, get yeah. through those you're you're laying the groundwork for what comes next so right. yeah there's always going to be those periods but the ideal is that those periods are actually helping you they're moving you towards something else even if you're pulling your hair out while you're going through it and i'm thinking right. about about mothers in particular with small children during the last two years with COVID, or children of any age really um (laughs) school age kids oh my god
0: (laughs) i know right it's like you you i mean i know i know lots of people switched into uh, maintenance mode or sustain mode or like you know and, and i also know a lot of people that were just like whatever I'll catch it. No big deal. You know, so that's, it's different strokes for different folks, but we were definitely super duper like, you know, jettison all, all um optional activities, figure out how to, you know, whatever. You don't need to like go over the COVID stuff again. But yeah, I like, as we're talking this through, there's a distinct lack of surprise in my existence for the past for i don't know how long yeah a distinct lack of surprise or novelty or um i, I almost i want it's like i was thinking inspiration I'm like no i've had i've had a lot of inspiration but i think that's because i've been reading like crazy um but it does it feels like a caterpillar mode i f- it feels like i'm in a caterpillar mode where mm-hmm. in the cocoon like and getting ready to use the that time period to get to like a new I don't want to say a new level. It's kinda of like a new level. It's just a new mode where I don't know. I don't know. It's like yeah. Yeah.
1: That's that's the coding. That's that's really how I was seeing it. Is because it's 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 a comfort zone, right? You know how to do it. It's fun. It's interesting. Um and you have to do it in in your worldview and the way you've structured your business, you have to do that so you can be free to do the next thing.
0: Yeah. And, it, and it's like it's it's super fun, but it's also extremely tactical like mm-hmm. the cons yeah. that that I'm doing it is that that someone is doing it was a strategic decision. But that I'm doing it is very tactical. It's, but I do love it. It's like, you know, after we switched to Riverside, I started editing the podcast again because it's so much easier now. And I do like it. So it, it's kind of like but it's it's really I know it's really I don't know. It, it's like a selfish kind of it's not smart it's just selfish (laughs) like this is a fun activity they like doing
1: everybody has some tactical things that they're like oh i know i should probably hand this off but i really love to do it not because they're control freaks but because they really enjoy doing it i get that
0: it's fun yeah it's super fun um anyway so I, i feel like the I cer- certainly, I mean, we started off talking about like meeting with people in person in particular, but also just having conversations in general in, um, in a, f- oh, you know what it is. Okay. Okay. This is, this is part of it. So like I, I said earlier, I talked to people pretty much nonstop in Slack all day. And, but in those environments, it's, very focused and it's very like question and answer like teacher student it's not wait
1: wait wait. and when you say talk you mean type
0: type yeah okay yeah yeah um do you see a distinction yes okay it's okay
1: it's not a bad distinction but yeah i do yeah
0: yeah i don't so the anyway the but it's a it's a particular relationship dynamic right like Mm -hmm. like uh it's most it's mostly people paying me to teach them stuff. So it's, which is totally different. And and it's in a narrow, pretty narrow field, like a narrow realm of focused area, you know, like specific things about their specific types of businesses, which are more or less very similar uh, in these ways versus the kind of conversation where you don't know what you're going to talk about. Like I know what I'm going to talk about when I open Slack. <laughs> that's that's the difference. That is the difference for me. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah? I talk with people all the time, whether it's email or text or uh, on a whatever a crowdcast or Zoom or you know I'm, I'm like in contact with people all the time. But ninety five percent of it is talking about you know ditching hourly and positioning and pricing and you know, podcasting and publishing and all of this other stuff. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like new territory for them and not so new for me versus like when I went for a walk with Jack yesterday, I didn't know what we were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, I figured it would be something to do with tech, but that's where the the novelty and the randomness comes in. I, there's not a lot of, I don't get a lot of random questions in Slack. In fact, in Slack, someone, you know, probably at least half the time somebody asks me a question, I can give them a link to an article where, that I wrote about it two years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. So it's very well-trodden ground. That's uh, that's funny. That's, that is the difference. Because I was thinking earlier, when we were talking earlier, like, well, I talk to people all the time. So what was so different about yesterday? And I think it's partially that we went for a walk and it was sunny and nice. But it was also like that I didn't know what we were going to talk about.
1: Well, you that's... were also, in not even in person, you were talking. So you could have yeah. done that on the phone and it would have been different. Wouldn't have been the same because you didn't have the walk correct um but yeah because using your voice and hearing people's voices is a different experience than typing so it, it just isn't yeah example, i can't argue with
0: that right yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah so like i have coaching calls and sometimes i know what we're going to talk about um mm. and and there's going to be like a certain topic. Um, but even then it can go all over the lot because it's one-to-one and they're in their business dealing with whatever they're dealing with in that moment. And that's where we go. So that's my surprise, you know, and I love that. I love that. Now I wouldn't (laughs) want every hour of every day to be that, Mm -hmm. right? I would look for balance. I'd want some writing, some thinking, some, you know, some coaching, but it's, yeah, it is a different experience, I think. And so that's that's part of what we all have to think about as we build our businesses. Is like, what's that ideal balance of how you're going to be in the business day to day and over the long term? So like you have, if we look at 2022, you have a season where you're really focused on automating things, mm. right? Right. 2023, probably not you know and (laughs) and and later in 2022 it might shift again you may it may still be the year of automation for you but you may work on something else
0: yeah it's yeah i mean it is my i do like an annual thing but it's probable that i'll run out of stuff to automate way before the year is over so my my 2023 air quotes could come come early like in the summer or something um but yeah, I like the, I like I the word I have some balance.
1: automation opportunities available if you've decided to switch your, <laughs> and be tactical.
0: <laughs> yes, that sounds great. <laughs> as long as I have full veto power over how it works. No problem. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, you use the word balance, which I think is the key here. It's like, um, yeah, it almost sounds dumb to say it out loud, but like like personal contact, like human interaction, (laughs) nature, you know, like uh, not just being in. in uh... Yeah. So right now I'm in the main bedroom of our house and it's on the north side and it's uh, so it's in the shade side of the house and it's just basically gray in here. And uh, it's Mm. just like and and that's how it I've even been saying to Erica the past couple of weeks, I'm like, I don't want to go up to the bedroom. (laughs) It's like. I just be That's sitting not down. Good. No, it'll be like one in the afternoon, and she's like, "Are you gonna do any work today?" And I'm like, "I don't want to go up to the bedroom." Like it's it's de- yeah. blatantly obvious.
1: North that, side in the winter.
0: Yeah, it's blatantly obvious that I mean, at least the time changed, but still, it, it's blatantly obvious that um, uh, that I need to get unstuck from the the routine that we're currently in, and I'll, I know a lot of that is gonna, especially as it becomes more spring-like here in the Northeast. It's going to involve a lot more walks. So. You know what?
1: There, there's a few people I've seen, and it's funny, I, as I think about it, they're all guys. I don't know if that's a guy thing or not. It's weird. <laughs> but there's a there's a number of people, well-known digital spaces, who will walk and, and record a video mm-hmm. for their audience. And I only like it when there's not a lot of background noise. So it's like not rude. Like I don't want to hear them breathing kind <laughs> of a thing. You know what I mean? But maybe, you know, maybe there's a way that you can combine walking with some kind of production of something
0: yeah, for your uh, audience. I that's mean, what I. Ha- that's how I used to write songs, is I would usually walk, usually late at night, and I would just write the songs in my head. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I would get back and, like, qu- quickly try and, like, catch in a tape recorder or something like that. So I know it's like a, whatever it is, and I've heard people see this before. There's something about, like, having your body in motion that... Changes the way your brain operates during that period. Yeah. It's like why you have ideas in the shower or when you're doing the dishes, um, yeah. when you're like you're you're physically engaged doing one thing and your brain's but that your brain doesn't have to pay attention to, and yeah, that's yeah. why I love so. the
1: gym so much. Oh, my God. I went on Sunday after, you know, sending this message and stuff and starting it. And I had so much energy. I'm like, I have to bleed some of this off. <laughs> and, you know, doing weights for an hour and then cardio, although I always have, you know, my iPad to read during cardio. But it's like there's just something about that hour with the weights where I can't read. I can't focus on anything else. And inevitably, I'll come up with an an idea. Mm-hmm. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, it's funny because my exercise, I have a personal trainer. We're like talking the whole time about like sci-fi and action movies and stuff and uh, martial arts, which is completely you can't you can't not think about it. You're constantly thinking about it so so my normal because you're right i've had that experience i used to be a gym rat years ago and it that was that was the case it was like you know no trainer just on the sierra master or on the treadmill or lifting weights and your brain is just like freewheeling Mm -hmm. just all over the place really really cool but i don't yeah i don't really do that anymore so right yeah so like the combination of of just walking and like putting your putting my my mind in that sort of space and then hey if you can introduce like really smart fun people into the process that sounds like a really good uh, that that's a good routine to get into it's like it's like planning your 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 uh, randomness almost
1: yeah you know it just made me think of something a a few weeks ago i was you know doing my regular go to the gym routine and it's like seven minutes from my house a drive Mm -hmm. and the road was closed I'm like, oh, darn. So I turned around, I went a different way, a, a longer way, and it was fine, got to the gym, did my thing. And on the way home, roads still closed. So I go a different way. And there was something the scenery was so beautiful. <laughs> and and you know, I see scenery every day. I'm surrounded by gorgeous mountains, but there was something about it that just hit me, and it just started my brain working in a different way. And all of a sudden it was like, I didn't want to go home and have breakfast. I wanted to go out. Of course, I'm all sweaty in my gym clothes, but I was like, no, I want to go out for breakfast. I want to go sit with my laptop and I want to have breakfast and look at the mountains first and then I want to think Mm -hmm. and work. You know, It was just, just a little tiny thing. So I think we underestimate the impact of just having a little randomness in every day. And I feel like COVID took a lot of that away for a lot of people. And we need to just take it back.
0: Yeah, it's definitely true for me. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well we unstuck you're ourselves. To this. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully you're listening to this out walking the dog or something, dear listener. Really? <laughs> I I do know I was there was a, a chat in one of the Slack rooms um, where folks were saying that two people were saying that they finished binge listening to our whole back catalog and were all bummed out. That they have to wait a whole week until the next one. And I was like, oh, they, that's
1: the whole back catalog? Yeah. Two people. Oh that's my sick. God. That's yeah. so much time.
0: Yeah. So wow. shout out shout out to the
1: Oh listen, I'm bowing. I'm doing the head bow right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing.
0: Yeah. You are awesome. Yeah. Right. And it's and it was it was, you know, worked into I think a a grocery shopping routine. Chris, if you're listening, hello. Love it. So um yeah. Yeah. So hopefully you're out walking. Um, hopefully the weather near you is conducive to that sort of thing. It's getting there now where I am.
1: It's, it's it, almost always like that where I am, except maybe a couple <laughs> months in the summer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you did your time in Chicago, so.
1: Yeah. I And, and Connecticut. And so Connecticut. I've, Yeah. I've done my time.
0: Cool. All right. Well, hopefully that was helpful for me. Hopefully it was helpful for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> you send me the bill.
1: Absolutely. I'll, I'll trade you for some for some um, programming.
0: Uh, there you go. That's the deal. <laughs> All right, folks. That's it for this week. I'm Jonathan Stark.
1: And I'm Michelle Moulton.
0: And we hope you join us again next time for the business of authority. Bye.
1: Bye bye.